Steve. This is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. With your daily devotion for what? October the 31st. What does that mean? It means, did you see that thing? What does that mean? Listen to me. What does that mean? It means this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, the pagans and the lost world would celebrate this. The Satanists would celebrate this day. But this is my God's day. And I claim victory over this day in Jesus Christ. I'm not carving some pumpkin, okay? Do you know when people carve pumpkins what the ritual is? You're carving out a pumpkin and putting a face on it. And you're inviting a demon spirit to come and dwell in that pumpkin. Where's normally the pumpkin? A lot of people have the pumpkins in their house or on their front door. I really want to invite the demonic world and give them access to my family, to my health, to my life, to my resources, to my finances. Do I really want to invite Satan, the roaring lion, to come into my life and destroy me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? God says he hates witchcraft. And that's all I'm going to say about that, guys. Look, at that's all I'm going to say about this. I, I, I hope I don't come to any of your houses in the man cave and see a pumpkin because here's the thing. I will kick that pumpkin right down the road. I will smash it. Okay, and I'll rip all your decorations off. Don't be dressed up for that ghoulish crap. That's garbage. We serve a holy God. He's high and lifted up. He doesn't want any of that stuff in your life. That's free. That's a free tip of the day. Don't be celebrating that garbage. Do you hear me? When Saul, King Saul died, watch this very carefully. This is all free stuff to you. This isn't even the word. I'm not even the word yet, guys. Look at when King Saul died. Do you know what the word of God said? It said he died because of his rebellion, not listening to God, and because he visited the witch of Endor. Okay, he's seeking a medium, okay, to, to get, get instructions from Samuel whether he was going to die. Do you know what God does in that story? God actually raises the prophet Samuel, okay? Not a ghost, but raises the prophet Samuel. And Samuel says this, Tomorrow at this time, you will be where I am. Not in heaven, but you're going to be dead. Samuel's gone. Samuel was with the Lord. I don't know about Saul. Look, I don't know about Saul. But isn't that crazy? Saul's life, rebellion, sin, and he visited the witch of Endor. And yet we have a nation that wants to celebrate this garbage. It makes me sick. All right, here, let's get to the word of the day. Hey, guys, okay, I'm over. I'm over. I'm over. Listen, but listen to what I'm saying because it's God's word. Hey, today we're going to be in Paul's writings. We're in Galatians chapter 5. We're going to start in verse 17. It's a great text. It says, For the flesh, flesh, lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Paul's saying right up front that your spirit and your flesh are in opposition to each other. Okay? With your spirit, you're serving God. Your flesh wants to serve sin. Make sense? So there's always a battle. You know right from wrong because of your spirit, but your flesh is always wanting to do what? Wrong. Okay? Me, myself, and I. So there's this battle that's taking place in every believer's life. Where you got to get to is where you listen to your spirit. And you, what? What does Paul say to do? Crush the flesh. Meaning this. Minimize it. Starve it out. Don't give it anything. Don't give the flesh one little sin tibbets. You know, you got a dog? Have you ever thrown him a little bone? They have these little dog bones and stuff. That's good if it's a dog. Don't give your flesh one little bite to eat. Don't give your flesh any sin, okay? Because here's the thing, your flesh is never satisfied. The Word of God says this, that death, hell, and the grave are never satisfied. It's just like your flesh. Have you noticed that you're never satisfied? Do, the person who's drinking, they always have to have more booze. The person that's doing drugs, they always have to have more drugs. The person that's watching pornography, it's not just good for a day, he has to go back. These three, they're always slaves. We are slaves to sin. Do you understand? That's why there's this, again, there's a battle going on. And here's the thing. King Jesus already won. You just need to get in the winner's circle and follow the spirit of the living God. So Paul is saying, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that they cannot do the same things that you would do. Meaning this, you can't, if you're living in Christ and you're a born again Christian, you can't be doing the same things you were doing when you were lost. 
And many of us are. Are we not? I mean, that's what Paul's saying. He says, hey, here's the thing. When you were lost, I had expect you to do all those things, but you're not lost anymore, so you're saved, and so there's a difference. Is there a difference? Ask yourself, is there a difference? Yeah, Matt, there's a difference. Good, good. Just don't, don't go visiting those old things. We don't want to go back to any of that stuff, but it goes on, and this is sobering. Guys, this is sobering. He's now going to go over the works of the flesh. And you're like, oh, great. Oh, listen, listen, it's good stuff, because if you're doing it, you need to stop, because you don't want to go to hell. What? What are you talking about, Matt? Listen, 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 listen. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery. Of heart as well, men. That means lusting. That's adultery of heart. I know none of you are doing that. Works of the flesh are these. Manifest are adultery. Fornication. What is that? That's sex outside of marriage. Uncleanness. Lasteviousness. Idolatry. Witchcraft. Don't have any part to do with witchcraft. You, we don't celebrate this the, the, the pagans way, okay? Hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. 21, listen to verse 21. Envies, murders, drunkenness, reviling, and such like of which I told you before as I have told you right now, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. I'm not going to go over, friends, I don't know of any man that hasn't looked on a woman with lust in his heart. Just don't make it a habit. Repent of it. Stop it. Especially if you're married. You're, you're sinning against your wife. You're sinning against your God. If you're not married, sex outside of marriage, God says no. He, he talks about uncleanness. What is that? He's talking about homosexuality. He says no. He talks about lasciviousness. What is that? That's the escalation of sin. You're starting with a little pornography, but you have to go more. You have to. The, the pig always returns to his vomit, so it's the escalation. It's like you're on the ladder. You're stepping up. One day it's this, and I have to have this much. Your body, remember, your body and your flesh are never satisfied. Just like what? What is it likened to? The grave, death, and hell. Okay, so that is the sin of lasciviousness. It's always wanting more. You were built to want more. Not more of sin. You were built to want more of what? God. Guys, look at the list, okay? All these describe a person who's lost. All these describe the flesh. It's not describing you in the man cave, okay? But we've all done these things at one time or another. Paul, okay, in 1 Corinthians said, such were some of you but not anymore. He describes the same list again. And he says, you were at one time doing all these things, but you're not doing them anymore. Talks about the whisper, which is what? What is the whisper? It's the gossip. Well, yeah, I gossip sometimes. God says, if you do it as a, a habit, meaning it's a part of you, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. See, God is describing what the flesh looks like versus what the spirit looks like. They're always fighting. So which one are you? Now, as I'm living for Christ, as I'm a Christian, have I done any of these accidentally? Sure I have. Are there people that have strongholds in their life and are still doing those? Yeah. What do they need? They need God to break that yoke. They need what? They need deliverance. They need to turn from and turn towards God. Is it hard? Absolutely it's hard. Can I do it in and of my own strength? No. How do I do it? I go to Christ. I say, God, I'm doing this. Your word says I'm going to hell if I do this. What gives? I don't understand. And God's going to say, what gives? You got a new nature. Why are you putting the old nature back on? Why are you going, why is the pig returning to his vomit? Why are you going back to the things you did when you were lost? When I've given you a new life? It's an interesting question. And I pose that question to you. Are you, are you doing, are you dabbling in these things? God would say what? Don't. Your best days lie ahead. I want to bless you. And I can't, God can't bless us if we're doing these things. It's about this, idolatry. What is that? Making something else God. Focusing on something more than I would focus on God. Is that you? And again, if it is, make the adjustments. Idolatry, okay? Hatred. Do you hate people? 
I mean, only the ones that sinned against you, right? You, fail, you failed the test. Look at, look at, we can't hate anyone. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Who is my brother? Who is my neighbor? Love the Lord thy God with all that heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love thy neighbor as thyself. We can't hate anybody. Now, I can avoid people because they're not where they need to be with Friends, God. Here's the thing. We are all weak in areas of our life. To think that you can go it alone is stupid. You're an island unto yourself. That's stupid, okay? No. Here's the thing. There, there's too much going around us spiritually in the demonic realm, okay, in the flesh, in the world, to try to fight it alone. I can't fight it alone, but Christ has already fought. He's already won. I have to accept that victory and live in that victory, and then I have to to safeguard my life from the filthiness of this world. I have to go to people who are living it daily. Find those men. They're likened unto Elisha and Elijah, and they're still out there, but they're few because they're the elect, okay? They're the remnant, and I need to get with them, and I have to have them sharpen me. Iron sharpens iron. Friends, I have to realize that I don't have all the answers, and I'm not strong enough to go it alone, okay? I need Christ, but I also need godly men, okay, who are going to help me in this journey, in this pilgrimage, as I'm walking forward in Christ. I, I can't do it in and of myself. I can't tell you how many times I know people who have tried to do it in and of themselves, but they faltered. They've crashed. They've, they've done that adulterous affair. They've done this thing over here. And they, here's the thing. And if they stay in it for any length of time, it, it's a proof text that there's a problem in their life. And what's the problem? That maybe they weren't ever saved or there's a stronghold that needs to be broke or God has to smash that yoke. He has to take that burden off you. Say this, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. But some of you, listen, listen, some of you, you, you've gone over to the stall and placed the yoke on yourself. And not only did you do that, that you loaded up with weight, okay? And then you tightened it around your neck. And here's the thing, you've kinked yourself. I mean, here's the thing, you've snared yourself. You're about to pierce yourself through and through, depending on what thing you've placed in your life that God has said no to. Guys, 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 does it make sense? Okay, Galatians 5.22. This is what your life is supposed to look like under the influence of the Spirit of the living God. You understand? It says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are in Christ have crucified the flesh with the afflictions of the lust. What is this saying? It means those who are in Christ... You've taken those things that used to be the dominating factors of your life, what used to place you in jail, what has put bondage upon you, and you've crucified those addictions. You've crucified those strongholds, those things that snared you up. You've crushed them. You've crucified them. Jesus Christ has crushed the serpent's head in your life. That's what he's saying. You have to take those things that you used to do, but not anymore, okay? And you don't ever remember them. If you don't hate your sin, friends, you'll make friends with it. Look at, look at, look at very carefully. If you don't hate the things that you used to do, and I mean abhor them, you will make friends with them down the road because they're part of you, but they're no longer part of you because you put on the new nature of God. Describe what it looks like to be a Christian in the spirit, and he has described what it looks like in the flesh. The two can never be one, okay? Look at, look at, look at. The two can never become one. And you can't mingle the two. You can't have part of the flesh and part of the spirit. It's just like water and oil. It's not going to work with God. And it doesn't work in light of eternity. You claiming a child of God but living this way, it's not so. Something has to give. That's what Jesus is saying. That's what Paul's saying. This was Ezekiel saying. That's what Elijah the prophet, Elisha, all these people says light has nothing to do with darkness, okay? 
Are you are you with me? Are you okay? Okay, okay. You're like Matt. Stop yelling. Okay, I'm going to stop. Make sense? Just just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? When I was lost, I did those things. God's saying you're no longer lost. I found you. That's what He's saying. Have you ever pl played hide and go seek? You know what I'm saying? And you got found, and you're like, doggone it, they found me. You know what I'm saying? In this game, which isn't even a game at all, you want to be found by Jesus, okay? Because you go from the losing side, the side's going to bring harm and death and eternity and hell, and you go to the winning side where the streets are made of gold and you get to eat as much as you want and you get to hang out with Jesus. I want to be on this side, okay? And I want to hang out with you in the man cave in heaven. To me, it's just a no-brainer. Uh, live a few years here on earth and uh, sow my wild oats and burn in hell for eternity or uh, allow God to do a mighty work in my life, uh, live out the purpose and plan he has for my life and uh, be blessed and go to heaven and spend eternity with God in ease, comfort, and pleasure. Hmm, let me think about that. Um, well, hey, I'm going to choose this one. Uh, okay, hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.